1: Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of happy hour I am your host gretchen and it's just me today I am so beyond happy to be recording this episode right now You guys know ever since I went down to every other week posting an episode It just feels like such a treat to be able to record with you guys and chit chat and catch up I literally miss you guys so bad. I feel like whenever I mean even if it's just me on my own and I'm recording every other week I just miss you because I feel like it's been a while But also i've been having a couple guests and because of that I think I just feel like i'm chatting with them and not you guys I don't know and I just feel like disconnected from you guys and I miss you guys and I want to catch up and chit chat and I am just so excited for this episode in specific because This is just a sort of like general advice episode, but really just giving you guys advice On things that you want advice on things that you guys dm me about I went through so many dms And I honestly love the ones where you guys sent like paragraphs and you're telling me your certain situation and the advice You want like in your specific situation because I feel like I can really Put myself in your shoes and sort of advise you in that way. Anyway, i'm just like all amped up right now because I just did all the notes for this podcast and wrote all the questions and i'm just so excited like Recording this podcast is just so fun. Honestly to you guys. I normally record during the day, but this is late night edition Ooh, <laughs> It is literally 9 45 right now. This is so crazy that i'm recording this late normally I wouldn't but I was just really in the mood and max had an away game so i've been alone all day and I Yeah, he's not back yet. He'll be back so late since it was of far um and I have my truly next to me this is like a true happy hour normally um yeah like every time I'm not drinking because it's during the day and happy hour is really just like an hour of like happy chit chat conversation but like once in a blue moon it'll be like a real happy hour the drink I'm trying to think if I've ever drank I think, oh my gosh, you guys remember when I recorded the one with my mom? We tried to, and I ruined my computer with my glass of red wine that I spilled everywhere when we were trying to record, and I literally had to go drop like $3,000 on a new MacBook the next day so we could record. So I think I outlawed drinking for recording that episode because it was crazy. I digress. Um, actually, when I recorded with Maggie for our episode with her, I um, we drank wine during that. Wow. That must have been before I recorded with my mom. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was after and I was just like, okay, we have to be really, really freaking careful of the wine because now I'm so scared about that. Um, but I feel safe with my truly over here. It's just like a little hole in the top. There's only like a quarter left. We're just could you hear that? <laughs> Sipping on it. It's a good time. Oh, it's just like chill vibes this evening. You never know if you're gonna get like actually good advice out of me so we'll see or if it'll just be me in one of my moods where it's like me and my friends being like literally girls rule the world screw him get with his friend (laughs) this is like the raw me yeah over here no max thinks like me and my friends are crazy we give like absolutely the worst advice um But we're just, like, living our best life over here. No, I'm going to try to give you guys the best advice I can. Some of this is, like, obviously more funny or, like, lighthearted. Some is obviously more serious but before I blab way too long literally about nothing let's like stick to the script (laughs) I know you guys I never I never stick to the script I just write little notes so that I don't digress way too far oh my gosh could you guys imagine one time I should just have an episode where it's like a no notes episode and I just I can just take you guys into an hour of my brain thinking because it just jumps from one thing to another Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> this is already like going off the rails over here. But was it yesterday or the day before? Max was like Gretchen, this is how you tell me a story. <laughs> And it was like, okay, so today I have to tell you this craziest thing happened Oh, but by the way brody was there. Um, and oh my gosh max like he literally looked so soft and fuzzy today Like he looked so white. You know what else is white this new white sweater I got I meant to show you I got it in revolve. I got all these things Oh, also I got my favorite jeans the goldie jeans You know, I love but it's good because these ones are long enough and the ones before I got were too short The ones that are too short. I think i'm gonna give to lucy. Oh, but anyway, like that's literally (laughs) That's literally how my stories go And he was like um, Telling me that and I'm like I need to make a TikTok of this Because this is really funny And that's what it's like dating someone with ADHD So I should just make A podcast Where it's me chatting off the top of my head for an hour Because I'm sure we would cover like everything under the sun But Reeling it back in (laughs) I miss you guys and I want to catch up So before we get into All the advice on things You guys asked me to talk about Um, I wanted to catch up and basically fill you in on what's happened in the last two weeks I'm trying to think Even before that like literally for the past month. I don't even know I just kind of looked at the last two weeks But because you guys know I had my episode with danielle my episode with anna And so it was mostly just about them because I wanted you guys to just hear all about them and their knowledge for those hours but Yeah, you guys saw max's sister chase was here for around a week and it was so good having her here she Left three days ago now And yeah, i'm just so happy that she came because it was so 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 much fun to celebrate Max's birthday. I cannot believe he's 26. Like it's so crazy I just feel like i'm gonna forever feel like i'm 18 on the inside but the years Will keep ticking away on the outside and like I will age but on the inside. I won't feel like i'm aging Does anyone else relate? Um, but yeah, it was just really fun having her here and what I mean by that is like When matters will be gone at the rink all day during the day or have a way game or something I just get kind of lonely sometimes honestly, i'm really used to it and i've Liked feeling more independent and honestly brody is like my little sidekick and we just have so much fun The two of us like i'm just so obsessed with him But it was so nice just like during the day having someone here even if like she would be in this room or second guest bedroom office area where i'm recording right now and I would be, you know, in our bedroom recording a video or editing or working, doing whatever. It was just so nice, like, knowing someone was here. And we would go have a Starbucks run in the morning with Brody. And, yeah, I just really liked having her around. And that was really fun. I wish all, all of our family lived, like, five minutes away. Because that's what I would choose it to be in an ideal world. I just love being around family. And I think that's what this past year has taught me so, so much. Oh, also, Lucy... Flew home today literally today as i'm recording Which is so exciting. Um, you guys know she was in ireland for the past three months with her boyfriend She left right after thanksgiving did the whole quarantine the whole thing and obviously she said to be so careful You guys know i'm sure if any of you know I actually I don't know if you guys know this have not traveled like have not gone on a plane um since all this started last march the last trip you guys know i took right before it all started was the bahamas um but no one was wearing face masks like quarantine like none of that had started yet and then right as i got home it was like okay quarantine this coronavirus thing and then i think face masks even started later at least where we were in massachusetts like end of march beginning of april whenever that was but what i'm trying to say is i haven't been on a plane um in the past like year that this has all happened. So I don't know what it's like, but if you guys have maybe you would. And so Lucy was like filling me in on it and she had to get a negative COVID test within like the two days before the flight or whatever. She might have even gotten tested when she got there too. I don't know if she got tested when she flew like in JFK when she flew in. Um, but she's quarantining at home in Albany. And when my mom drove her home, I think they both wore face masks just to be Like, careful and everything. But yeah, so she's home. I'm so happy she's home, and I'm so dang excited to see her because she'll be done quarantining. We'll be all good for me to see her on our 24th birthday next month, which sounds just really really bizarre to me because like i said i feel 18 on the inside like that makes me feel so weird knowing that i'm going to be 24 um but lucy and i have not that literally just didn't feel real me saying it out loud like i feel like 18 but um lucy and i actually have not been together for our birthday since we turned 18. that's so weird because in my head it's been the past four years but that's six years so that's actually crazy And that's so sad. Like, we're twin sisters, and we haven't been together for our birthday, like, this special day that we share together in literally six years. So I cannot wait to be with her. I miss her so much. And... Yeah, what else? What else? Oh, you guys know my friend Sasha. I feel like everyone's like freaks out if I ever say anything about him. They're like, Sasha, we miss him. Because obviously in college, like he was in my videos more and stuff. And it's not like we're not friends anymore. It's just obviously he lives in New York and we're both so busy. And it's not even like we've grown apart or I guess we've like lost touch at points. But we always catch up. We're still really good buds. So inside scoop. The tea is we have been chatting and working on... Well, you guys will see like the whole thing, but I, what I'm trying to say is I think we will have a podcast episode together Which would be so fun I know you guys would love that We could like go through memory lane Old times And he's just a character in itself So he's really entertaining And that would be fun to just have him on a podcast I don't think anyone is more chatty In this world than me Other than him Did that make any sense? Like he's even more chatty than me Is what I'm saying So that that episode will probably be four hours um, I'm warning you But <laughs> that would be really fun If you guys have no idea who I'm talking about He is just one of my first friends That I made in college So yeah yeah. Um, what else? Brody has been loving daycare. That's, I'm reading off my notes now. I'm like trying to like keep it together. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Brody has been loving daycare is what I'm trying to say. And he, oh, I think I, I showed it in a vlog. I know he had his little like consultation, his evaluation. He passed. So he got into daycare and he actually didn't go for like two weeks after that. Cause Chase was here and we just wanted to like hang out with him every day. this week I was like I have a lot of work stuff to do I want him to be social this will be good for him and he has gone two days this week and he gets so dang tired you guys it's so funny because he is a golden retriever puppy and has so much energy but something about daycare just like Literally makes him so tired. I mean, I know what it is He's running around with dogs for like five six hours And so when he comes home, it's as if he ran a marathon and he is like exhausted passed out Like literally on our bed right now, like just will sleep for hours and hours like is so tired But he's been loving it and I spy on him on the cameras and he just runs around with the other dogs and has so much fun So i'm so happy that we're able to do that for him because I know how important it is for them to socialize be social everything like that which reminds me you guys this evening update because I know you guys always worry about Me and my social life here, which it was very bleak in the beginning. Let me tell you from september through um January. Yep <laughs> like didn't really have friends like you know a couple you know you guys know tori isn't that far From me and I have my friends from college that live like 45 minutes an hour away But I only ever saw them like once in a blue moon because obviously we're just trying to be safe It would be like a quick lunch, whatever What I'm trying to say is since Max's hockey season has started up and all his teammates have come with their girlfriends, wives, actually this year they're all wives that are here, which is funny um, because last year it was like a lot of girlfriends, but since it's such a like short season this year, I just think like the wives and families and like children really came. Um, Actually, some families, like big families with like a lot of kids I know. And I seen like the ones that have like four kids, they just like stayed back home, especially if they're in like elementary school with a mom because it's such a short season and they've already like started their school. Anyway, do you guys care? So um, basically my social life is looking a lot better because I actually have... Two wives that live in our little like apartment complex So they literally are our neighbors and I run into them. They both have dogs I run into them with brody all the time and the dogs can play And tonight one of them came over with their dog walter And he is a little mini golden doodle you guys I was gonna say you might have seen it in my story It's funny because I like just posted it but by the time you're listening to this it's like two days later and yeah, we got to watch max's game together. Our dogs had to play and I just can't tell you I mean i'm sure all of you agree with me on this How good like social interaction feels Now that it's so much less than it used to be like you just do not take it for granted anymore And just like chit-chatting with someone like being in someone's company like like I was saying when chase was here it's just so nice to like be around another female and hang out and eat cookies and play with our dogs yeah it's just been really nice so i'm so happy they're here and you guys know we can or i don't know if you know so i'll tell you we can go to their home game so it's so nice to be with a couple of the wives. there's only a couple like i said this year Um mean we all feel really safe by the way if you you probably didn't know this but actually max and all his teammates get tested every single day For coronavirus. So typical me, like every day I'll wake up, I'll be like, Max, my throat kind of hurts. Like, I probably have corona. Oh my gosh. And he's like, No, you don't, because I get tested every single day. And yeah, whenever I remind myself that, I'm like, Wait, I feel a lot more safe now that I don't have it and I've never had it and probably won't get it because we literally stay in our little bubble here and don't really see anyone. And he gets tested every day. So basically, we would know if I would have it because he would test positive. So yeah, that's been making me feel safe and it's just been really nice. Having the girls here and yeah, so what I'm happy about this week, you guys know I always say something I'm happy about this week. And a little happy quote, a happy idea. So what I'm happy about this week, can I, this is very recent of like in the past, like two hours ago, this happened. Um, but we watch Max's game tonight and they played, oh my gosh, what is the team called? Binghamton Devils. But it's all weird this year because um it's the, you guys know, the New Jersey Devils. It's their American League team. Um, but they're actually not in Binghamton. I think they're also in New Jersey, something with COVID. So anyway. New Jersey, that's where the game was, and I'm really, really happy because Max scored two goals in this game. He scored the game-winning goal in overtime, and yeah, that was just really fun to watch it, and I'm just so happy for him, so excited for him. He'll be home in a couple hours, and I'm really excited to give him a hug and give him a hug and a kiss and run around with Brody and say, woo! So yeah, that's really exciting, and... Um, I know that's not like me, like obviously it's Max, but this is just reminding me about a video I filmed recently and I was talking about what it feels like to be in love and like his successes feel like my successes in a way. I don't know if that's like the right way I'm trying to say it. Basically like him being so happy and so fulfilled, like something like that, that obviously is like such a big deal to him makes me so dang happy because I'm just so proud of him and I've just seen you know, like, his journey to get to this point and how hard he's worked. So, anyway, I could go on and on about that. I just feel very supportive about his hockey career, and I'm so proud of him. And that's just really dang exciting to have two goals. So, yeah, that's what I'm really happy about. And I'm also so happy, like I said, that I have a couple wives here to keep me company. And, obviously, it's just so nice to have someone, like, in your situation to relate to you. Like, I feel like certain things I just didn't even realize – Um, I don't know like it's just nice for them to be in a similar situation when it comes to like living arrangements and Being somewhere during the hockey season and somewhere not during the hockey season And i'm just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about this and you know Like renting places out and like I don't know It's just like nice to have someone to understand your situation and give you tips and advice and They like tell me things that I didn't even know about Um or things so yeah, it's just really nice to have them around and my happy quote or idea for this week is I think I, I'm trying to think like where I heard this recently or or felt this way, but I think I get so caught up in everything seeming so serious. I don't know if you guys are like this. I think I'm not like a funny person in myself. Like, I don't think I'm really funny. I like to be, laughing though like I like to be entertained or be around funny people or like laugh on TikTok whatever things like that what I'm trying to say is I just feel so serious about everything in life like I'm like oh I I have to work out and I have to work really hard and do this and like everything just seems so serious and regimented and like adult and I just think some people have the best way about living their life with ease and I think if you take a step back and can like laugh about it a little bit and be like, it's not that serious. It's all gonna work out. You know, it's not the end of the world. If whatever it may be in your situation, I just think I I just will recognize that sometimes about other people, their vibe, how it's not that serious, it's not that big a deal. Just so relaxed. I can just think of like certain people and certain things I've come across in my life. One thing I don't know why, this is like so random, you guys. I'm thinking about this. Um, but actually and so it was what, like a year and a half ago, to before COVID we went to max's cousin's wedding and his cousin the bride i remember just being so laid back and chill and it's like if anything went wrong it was like oh no big deal like just i mean who cares and i just think about like oh my gosh if i was a bride at this wedding i would be so high strung and so worried and she's like oh this is running late like no biggie like oh this person's like she was just so carefree and i'm like wow that is like really inspiring i aspire to be that level of carefree in life so if you are high strung and can be uptight and just be so serious about things if you can just sort of like roll your shoulders back and take a deep breath and be like wait a minute it's not that serious I need to just laugh about it give myself some grace relax you know what that's reminding you guys is Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Equinox Plus and the SoulCycle at-home bike. Pinch me. This is like the most exciting ad I've ever done ever. (laughs) If you are like me, you've definitely been missing your workout routine, maybe your favorite fitness classes and instructors for the past year. For me, it's SoulCycle. Shocker. (laughs) That's what my heart has been missing so bad, you guys. You know, I've been taking SoulCycle classes regularly for the past five years now, and there is just something magical about that room with the energy of, like, everyone in the class with the instructor, the best music that just makes it the best workout, but more than that, just so much fun. I could go on and on, but I'm sure you all already know I'm their number one fan, and there are other at-home alternatives, but they are just not the same. So, really, last spring, I was looking for an experience that makes me feel like I'm back in the studio, moving with my favorite instructors to the best playlist, and that's what led me to the SoulCycle app home bike, which literally converts your home into a SoulCycle studio. The 21-inch touchscreen has a revolutionary sound system that was actually specifically engineered for this bike in SoulCycle's iconic playlist. With unlimited access to live and on-demand SoulCycle classes, you can clip in with your favorite instructors and be transported to the front row of the studio on your schedule. As I'm recording this, I actually just took a 45-minute class with one of my favorite instructors, Ross, and your monthly membership also will give you unlimited access to the Equinox plus app where you can stream classes from other amazing brands like equinox rumble tb12 and pure yoga and i know you can get your soul cycle at home bike in just one to three weeks and they have financing options available to make attaining your goals achievable i know you guys are going to be as obsessed as i am with your soul cycle at home bike if you've been considering it it's just so special to be able to take soul cycle classes right now with everything going on in the world safely at home and on your own schedule get your soul cycle at home bike today by visiting my slash happy hour and use promo code happy hour to get a free pair of at home select cycling shoes with your purchase. That's my soul cycle bike.com slash happy hour, promo code happy hour to get a free pair of cycling shoes with the purchase of your soul cycle at home bike. My soul slash happy hour, promo code happy hour. It's just all caps, one word. Uh, you guys, this is literally the most exciting podcast <laughs> and read I've ever had because you guys know how obsessed I am with soul cycle and how obsessed I've been with them for so long. So Seriously, my soul cycle at home bike is the best part of my day whenever I get to ride it and without further ado Let's get back into the episode. I was chatting with my friend andrea You guys know I actually had an episode with her longtime family friend andrea And I wanted to give you guys some reminders. I'm so happy i'm remembering to do this when we were messaging um, because I think it could just help you feel better right now. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you what my message about. about. Um, if you guys didn't catch our episode together, it was about being an effective ally, and that was actually at the end of September, if you guys missed that. So she said, I think self-care during the pandemic is so key, and people are reminding themselves that it's okay to redefine what A plus work means. A-plus work means during a global crisis with so many stress-related factors. She also wrote that she's a big fan of the expression because nice matters and in moments where you have a choice on how to respond to a conflict, having the wherewithal to pause for a second and choose positivity. I love that she wrote this and I think first off what she said, her first point, like give yourself grace it's okay to cuz i feel like everyone can relate to this. I was so hard on myself in the beginning and it's like you have so much more stress factors in your life that you don't normally have. So recognize how hard you're working just showing up every day and it's okay to cut yourself some slack in whatever areas you may be worrying about. And also, i just love that she wrote because nice matters in moments where you have a choice of how to respond. Choose positivity. So this actually reminds me of like the dumbest situation the other day. But this just makes me think of this. This is what I'm applying this to. Like dumb, but obviously can apply to so many things. Long story short, I was so excited for my Chipotle bowl. <laughs> and I mobile ordered it, got it home. I was like, woo, I'm so excited. It was all wrong, you guys. Like did not even have the corn, which is the best part. Or the sour cream or the guacamole. Like there was so much missing. No cheese. Like I was so upset. And I let it make me, like, so upset. Like, I literally could have tears in my eyes. I know this sounds so dramatic, but I was legitimately this excited for my Chipotle bowl. So I was like, Gretchen, relax. And I just went back out. I went to one that was closer. And I just, mumbled ordered again, got it. It was good. We're all good. Um, and I actually, <laughs> if you guys care, I, like, messaged Chipotle and was like, yeah, my first order was bad. If you could see, I went out and, like, got a new one like no worries, whatever. And they gave me like a free burrito thing in the app. (laughs) So that's fun. That's, yeah, they messaged me back today. Anyway, not the point of the story. Point is, I was like so rattled in that moment and so upset because I was just so excited for this. I know this sounds like really dramatic, but I don't know if you guys get really excited for a certain like, it's like when you get so excited for like your leftovers you have in your fridge and then your sibling or like someone in your family ate them and you literally could cry. You're like, I was so excited to have my like, cheesecake from cheesecake factory that I left in the fridge for myself anyway so I was so excited um I was so upset in the moment I was so hungry and had to like go get my new one end up being fine but I was so upset in the moment like I was so angry and then when I got the new one it was like a big issue and I to like wait all this time um but I literally was driving home and it was such a nice day out and I was like Gretchen why are you letting yourself get so angry over the stupidest little Chipotle bowl and I was with Max and I was like Max In this moment, I'm just letting it go and I'm moving on with the rest of my day, and I'm gonna have a great day, and my Chipotle bowl is gonna be great. And it was just like a little bump in the road, but I'm not gonna let it ruin my day, and I'm going to choose to respond with positivity. Took me a moment to get there because I was upset for a little bit. But I think if you can like take a deep breath and do what she's saying, that can be really helpful. So I hope that like helped you guys in some way. But let's get into the advice because I can't believe we're like 23 minutes in here. (laughs) So, this actually came from one of my friends about imposter syndrome. Like, have I ever experienced it? Like, advice if you experience it. So, I pulled up the definition so I could tell you guys if you didn't know. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades wow well right as I read that I think at first I was like no nah, I don't think so but then right as I read that I'm like wait I definitely have experienced this I think the name kind of confused me feeling like a fraud I'm like no I don't feel like a fraud like I just feel like me but difficult to accept their accomplishments um deserving of their accolades yeah like not to be cocky over here because it's like hi I'm like high achieving over here no but I do feel like It is hard for me to accept my accomplishments. I relate on that part, and I think a lot of people relate to this, especially maybe young people, because you're like, oh, I'm just young over here, like, I haven't worked as hard as other people, or... Whatever like you sort of like downplay things. I think people teach you to be that way Or you like learn that growing up to be humble and you know, like downplay your accomplishments um, but then you start to sort of feel like Maybe i'm not deserving of this or maybe I didn't really work that hard for it So I totally I totally relate to this and I think a lot of people feel this way and it's such a shame I think I have gotten better with this as i've gotten older and just hearing like Like what am I even talking about what interviews have I been in like none, but I just feel like I hear (laughs) From my friends that are interviewing and you know, like the question of okay Tell me like your biggest accomplishments like don't downplay it like literally sell yourself here And I just think about like why aren't we selling ourselves and being proud of our accomplishments So I think I do feel this in a way But I also try to remind myself how hard I have worked um and where i've gotten And yeah, so this is definitely something that's hard to get stuck in though I think the best thing that you could do if you were feeling this way Is literally like looking back and looking at how far you've come And knowing that you got there because of you and not really anything else because like you worked hard to get there, you know Okay, then there was a couple on mental health basically like how I take care of my mental health tips I guess I should or warn you that obviously this is like such a sensitive subject and I don't want to offend anyone I personally haven't dealt with things like depression, but I have very close friends and family members Um, so just know that if you deal with mental health issues of your own My heart goes out to you I always say I could not even imagine what that's like, you know certain things close People to me saying like I literally feels like I can't even get out of bed in the morning Like I just so I just never know what that feels like and it breaks my heart that that is the reality for some people Um, so just know obviously my background with that. I think I well I would say mentally obviously one of the hardest points of my life was losing my dad almost two years ago Which sounds crazy to say um, so mentally that's not easy at all and Grieving is very traumatic and hard but how I take care of my mental health is just being really cognizant of it and I also feel like I just think back to me growing up you guys and I Just maybe because I was younger and I didn't realize but I also feel like in the past couple years There's been way more of an emphasis on mental health and people sort of speaking out about it and it being you know, like more almost acceptable in society because I feel like for the longest time it was like to some people it's so Hush hush or I just think about like my grandparents generation and it's like you don't even talk about it, you know which is so unfortunate because Everyone talking about it and being outspoken about it like helps so many people so anyway When I am feeling really anxious or really down really upset missing my dad Um, i'm just trying to think like me in specific because that's all I can really speak to I try to not let myself feel worse if that makes sense And not, like, spiral into, like, a horrible feeling, thought, moment. Um, I sort of feel like it's self-sabotage when I do that to myself. I've, I've just started, like, realizing this, I mean, in the past year, where I would just let myself feel so... And sometimes, you guys, I mean, really, I will let myself feel it all. Like, a lot of times you, I mean, for me in specific, if I just cry it all out, let it all out, I feel so much better... But I feel there's a difference between that and sometimes I will just let my mind go horrible places and it's like, okay Can I be disciplined enough to not let myself Wander in these thoughts over here because it may I know it makes me feel worse It makes me feel more anxious and it feels like i'm sabotaging myself. I don't know if that made any sense um And I think I saw this recently, this influencer I follow, and she was saying on days where she's really tired or she's not feeling good, it's like her body is resisting the things that she knows is good for her. And I was like, wait, I so relate to that. I think there's a balance between giving yourself grace if I am really not feeling good and I just want to cuddle on the couch with Brody instead of my workout and whatever else I was going to do that morning I let myself do that but I think sometimes when you are going to wallow and it's going to make you feel worse if you can push yourself to stick to your routine of things that you know make you feel good it can really help Um, so I think it's that balance between giving yourself grace and rest but also pushing yourself to be the best version of you And taking note I think the best thing best advice I can give you is taking note On when you're feeling the best what you're doing what you're wearing Um, this reminds me if you guys remember tori when I had my episode with her tori Day simone Um, she said something similar if you take note of like when you feel your best what you're wearing who you're around what you're doing like do that like repeat you know keep doing it because it's working and I think if for me I know if I go cuddle and like talk to Brody and pet him I'm gonna feel so much better so I want to do more of that and I don't want to sit here and let my thoughts go wild and think of all the horrible things that could happen in my relationship or what if something do you know what I mean it's like don't let yourself go there because you're gonna drive yourself crazy and Yeah, it's not worth it. So I don't know if that (laughs) helped at all Um, But that's just like me and specific advice on that interrupting super quick to tell you guys about elf I don't know about you, but when it comes to skincare and beauty I'm always looking for little ways to treat myself Especially when I know I'm getting a quality product made with ingredients that are good for your skin. That's why I love elf cosmetics I've actually been obsessed with their powder brush you guys for seriously 10 years now Oh my gosh. I'm remembering back to the ninth grade. This flat top brush has been with me through all my makeup phases. It's just so good. Could not recommend the powder brush enough. Oh, and it's only $5. And we cannot forget their eyelash curler that I've legitimately also had for 10 years. And that was only $3. I'm sure so many of you listening already have these two, But if you don't have their powder brush or eyelash curler already, girl, you need them. And elf cosmetics is all about bringing the best of beauty to every eye, lip, and face. Did you see what I did there? Elf actually stands for eyes lips face is your mind blown like mine was when i found that out with elf cosmetics i know i'm going to get high quality premium makeup and skincare products at unbelievable prices seriously unbelievable as you heard me mention before who else in the beauty game is making holy grail products for less than the price of my favorite cold brew Seriously. Whether it's a new formulation or a fun collab, there's always something new to check out from e.l.f. So many of their products have become cult classics, garnering thousands of five-star reviews and a huge online community. Everything is 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and you guys know I was already a huge fan of their powder brush and eyelash curler, but recently I actually tried out their acne-fighting spot gel, only three dollars may i add and i used it on one of those big like stubborn breakouts that just lingers around a little too long on my forehead it seriously reduced the size and the redness overnight so much i know the salicylic acid camphor and tea tree in the spot gel kills bacteria treats breakouts but there's also healing and calming ingredients like witch hazel aloe and green tea that nourishes and reduces redness to help heal acne breakouts very impressed such an incredible spot treatment if you've been looking for one and elf products make the perfect gift too and at these prices you can put together a full face gift bag a self-care package or an entire skincare routine without breaking the bank so right now as an exclusive offer for you guys my podcast listeners you can get 25% off your elf purchase of $40 or more go to elfcosmetics.com slash hh and use promo code hh to get this exclusive offer this is the best deal out there right now and you won't find it anywhere else that's promo code hh just two lowercase h's at elfcosmetics.com com slash hh for 25% off your elf purchase and now let's get back into the episode this says advice for your boyfriend being your only friend I don't live near my college friends and now that we live back home it's awkward because all the girls from my high school are friends okay honestly I relate to this girl when you're back home All the people from high school are friends because I feel like that's kind of how it is when I go home I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like everyone from high school is friends here And I just like don't really have friends But I also feel like a lot of people just feel that way because everyone has sort of disconnected and like grown up And so when you go back home, it's always that kind of weird like you feel like everyone else is still friends But like are they? Maybe some people or people that have like stayed around home Um, but I think you just have to be like, okay, like if I want to be friends with them I need to just be an adult about it and reach out and try to reconnect Or if you don't want to that's okay, but like don't feel bad that they're friends, you know what I mean? Um, But your boyfriend being your only friend like I get that because at first I would be like well Don't you have other friends but no now I get that because It's like I moved somewhere where I only know my boyfriend So at first it's like max was literally my only friend and I feel very lucky that once his team got here I had this sort of like built-in group of friends that are in the same situation as me So I was so excited for all their wives to get here like I feel very lucky for that Um, And not living near your college friends is so, so tough. I feel lucky that I stay in contact with them and am constantly, like, texting them and Snapchatting them and everything like that. But it is so hard. Oh, my gosh. And the added layer of the pandemic, I mean, can we even – it's, like, it's so hard to even – Meet new friends in your area because you're scared and want to be safe So I think it comes down to like putting yourself out there, but also realizing right now Maybe it's okay that your boyfriend is your only friend for now and it's like making sure you're keeping up with those long-distance friendships because That's what you have right now, but once you feel more safe, more comfortable, I've always heard this. My friends have said this, and I so agree with this. Like once you have one friend, you're set. Because if you make one friend in your new town or area, they'll introduce you to their friends, and then you're good. So it's like making that first friend is hard. But I think my advice for that is just like getting involved in any way you can. Obviously, in these circumstances, it's weird, but like literally in college, I would stop people on common and be like, "Oh my gosh, your outfit is so cute, girl!" Like. Things like, I know it sounds weird, but things like that are if you go to the gym or a workout class or the grocery, like literally anywhere, just like being chatty and you never know like where you can meet a friend, so... Yeah, that's my advice on making friends, but it is so hard once you are post-grad and an adult making friends It's like you just feel like everyone else has friends But I feel like everyone feels that as an adult and everyone's always like wanting to find new friends I actually remember meeting these two girls Um that were subscribers once and it was so fun. They're like the biggest fans and they Were like, this is my best friend. I'm like, oh my god Like how'd you guys meet like we were chatting for a while and they said they met on bumble bff and i'm like that is so incredible they were the best of friends and So, I haven't been on there, but, I mean, honestly, I feel like if this wasn't a pandemic and I moved here, I probably would have gone on, like, Bumble BFF just to meet friends, but now it's, like, you never know, and you never want to, like, be uncomfortable. Like, what do you do if you're trying to meet new friends now? Like, when I go meet up with someone at a park and sit six feet away with my mask on, like, you know what I mean? It's so tough, so... Yeah, now is tough, but I think like doing the best you can and Adjusting to your current situation um, Looking at the positives of it Like i've started to feel way more independent because when i'm in boston I just felt like I was constantly surrounded by friends, which was so nice and I miss that and I love that But on the flip side I just feel really independent here and more like in control of my day and my time And then I have my times where I facetime and chat with them and things like that Okay, there was a lot of breakup advice, questions, and um, I advise you guys to listen to my podcast episode that's called How to Move On from Heartbreak. That was back in September because I give all the advice on there. So you definitely need to go listen to that. And there was a lot of questions on um, long and distance relationships. And so I advise you to listen to the episode that I have all on long distance. Especially because it's with my twin sister Lucy who has been extremely long distance in a relationship for three years. Her boyfriend lives in Ireland. Um, and that episode was in November. So yeah, if you want long distance advice, break advice, go listen to those because I could talk about those all day long. Um, and that will be really helpful for you. This one says, advice on losing friends. So much about friends in the DMs, you guys. And I so get it because I feel like a lot of you are my age. Or even in college, it's like you're going through friendship changes a lot, I guess. Just because you're changing so much in college. Friends change. People change. Um, Your situations. Like, I don't know. I feel like friends can come and go in college. And then after, it's like keeping the ones that you have. Or are you growing apart from them? Do you want to grow apart from them? Or is it something you kind of want to like slowly separate from? So, yeah friends as a young adult is tricky and sort of like sad in some ways So advice on losing friends I think I think I said it this in a recent video but Literally if you're losing a friend and it's maybe like you wouldn't want to be losing them And it's sort of like a friendship breakup on their end like take it seriously It's literally like grieving the loss of a relationship Like it's literally as if you're losing like a boyfriend or a girlfriend because it's like a close friendship It's a relationship ending, you know, so I think knowing that it's okay to be sad, um, and obviously trying to communicate, like, I don't know your situation, but if they're not being friends with you, but you want to be their friend, like, obviously you just want to be friends with someone that wants to be your friend, like, communicating with them, seeing, like, the situation, um, but it is so hard to lose friends, and I think if you are losing friends, make new ones and put yourself out there like I said obviously easier said than done and if you were trying to lose certain friends I honestly think my dad was right <laughs> I'm thinking back to his advice because I always thought we needed to have this big intervention chit chat like you did this you did that you make me feel like this it's like oh my gosh no that's probably not productive and more often than not, he would always tell me about friends, you know, like I had this friend, but I didn't like, they started doing this, or we only did this type of stuff together that I didn't want to do anymore, stuff like that. And he's like, you know, you can slowly start to sort of like separate yourself from that person, kind of have a falling out. Um, I don't know. I think either way has pros and cons. Maybe that's like rude to slowly start being like short with them. Um, But then maybe you avoid like a big confrontation that doesn't need to happen. But maybe you want the confrontation to just let it all out. (laughs) I don't know. But I think just knowing that it's a normal part of life and so many people go through a bunch of friends because people change, but also what I've found is people don't change (laughs) at the end of the day. So if you're having issues with them, you will likely continue to have those issues and they probably won't change. That's just me in specific, my my personal um, experience. And I'm happy the people that I've, distanced myself from because I didn't like either how I was with them, how they made me feel. Um, Yeah, for like a lot of reasons. So yeah, I think losing friends can be sad, but also good. And like ultimately at the end of the day, looking back, probably usually a positive thing, right? This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, this says advice on weight fluctuations. Let me tell you, you've come to the right girl over here. I have not drank enough of my truly (laughs) during this episode because I've been chatting so much. Oh, man, you guys just first off knowing how freaking normal it is for your weight to fluctuate like crazy I feel like especially as a girl can we just say over here with your Period like your cycle. I feel like that changes obviously your hormones Um, just so many things being a girl. I feel like it's very normal for your weight to fluctuate I swear you guys boys like don't even experience bloating i'm sure they do and i just don't know the ones that do but that just makes me think too like girls me so many of my friends like why do so many girls experience bloating it's crazy like i don't know like digestion type things but i swear max will literally (laughs) eat like 10 burritos and like has a six pack and i'm like dude he'll be like oh i'm so full and i'm like your stomach hasn't moved an inch like what like it's just so unfair so um weight fluctuations totally normal. I truly feel like every version of yourself is right where you're supposed to be and maybe you recognize right now. Maybe right now you're not the healthiest, best version of yourself, but I still think you're right where you're supposed to be right now in this moment and that doesn't mean you can't work towards being a healthier version of yourself. Just be loving and accepting of where you are right now and I think that already Makes it way easier if you're starting like a health or fitness journey Honestly, I think at the end of the day, can I be really honest? I think if you can't fully love and accept yourself At whatever weight your biggest weight like i'm probably at one of my biggest weights I don't care, you know at this point like I really don't and I love myself for all that I am And I think if I couldn't love myself for how I look the number on the scale all that right now Losing 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is, isn't going to change that. That's the craziest thing about weight, you guys, is literally I look back to my smallest moments in life and I was freaking miserable. And it's crazy how your mind tricks yourself into being like, oh, if only those 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 15, 20 pounds, whatever it is, if only I was this small, then I would be happy. Then I would be more confident. Then whatever it may be. um, No. (laughs) Eh, incorrect wrong like it's crazy because that is just not right for so many reasons I think the motivation really matters if it's like hey I am having these health issues whatever it may be I want to lose weight to be healthier to be stronger to be the best version of myself great but if you were like how I was in the past oh my gosh I need to lose 10 pounds so I freaking look leaner and skinnier in my bathing suit and like I'm self-conscious no I would lose weight and I would like feel worse about myself it was crazy so bottom line my advice on weight fluctuations is knowing it's so real I feel like I saw one question it was like how do I not feel bad after like my weight is fluctuating in the holidays and you know I ate a lot of Christmas cookies whatever is oh my gosh girl I would hope that you put on some weight during the holidays and eating all those Christmas cookies like please be eating all the Christmas cookies and all those holiday treats because I mean that's a part of the fun of the holidays not saying you need to if you're on you know it's like it goes both ways. If you're on your health and your fitness grind and you're like, I am going to be really balanced, do this in moderation over here. Great. Good for you. But if you're like me, where you go ham during the holidays, that's fine. If your weight's fluctuating, it's great. And guess what? You can start your healthy fitness grind journey whenever you are after the holidays. I don't know. I just think it really depends from person to person and everything is like balance, moderation. That's what it's all about. Am I making any sense over here? That's my advice on weight fluctuations. You guys can tell that I just am such in a better place than I used to be on this. It is crazy looking back. Like I just always feel so bad for my old self. I always say that because I used to be so dang caught up in it. Wow. I am just really thinking back. I was like A slave to that scale like I literally was chained to my scale. I would get on the scale like all day long I was so about weight. It literally was like controlling my life And now I do not feel that way at all. I ate a bunch of chocolate chip cookies tonight. I'm having my truly life is good (laughs) So yeah, and also my advice would be like I said earlier just be a little more carefree And oh, okay last thing i'll say on that I could talk there was so much on like body image stuff I'm, sure i'll talk more about it but on this specific Okay Weight fluctuations, let me tell you, no one notices but you, literally just you. We are all the most critical of our own selves, and your closest friends and family love you so much for exactly who you are, not what the number says on the scale, and they don't even notice. I would be like, oh my god, I gained five pounds. No one can tell. Literally no one can tell. So don't worry about it, sweet pea. Okay, next one is advice on how to stay busy and not be on this. Okay, so I copied and pasted some of these specifically, like in, like how they're written, is what I'm trying to say. Advice on how to stay busy and not be depressed while your significant other is away either on a trip with family or for work. So probably if I read this like a year ago, I wouldn't really understand, but now I feel like I can understand. So like I said, I have, I don't think I've really felt that depressed feeling. Maybe I've had moments where I have never experienced depression, but I maybe had moments where I felt depressed, obviously after losing my dad, like in the beginning, just very tough times. Um, but now I could see how you would feel this way. Because if you have a significant other, maybe it's a situation similar to like I said earlier, where maybe you feel like you're Significant other is your only friend um, Wherever you're at right now in your situation while they're away for a trip for with family or work and you're alone Like you could feel very lonely isolated and you could feel depressed So now I feel like I could understand because when max will be away at games or whatever Like I said, i'm lucky. I have his teammates wives now, but I mean there'd be times where I'd be lonely Obviously brody helps a lot with that. But okay. So advice number one is if you don't have a dog get a dog (laughs) No, but seriously, they're just like the best companions um, but you said advice on how to stay busy. So I think you sort of answered it yourself because staying busy You guys seriously helps me so much if I would ever sit here and like sit around and not really do anything or Not get ready. Oh those days. I feel the worst where I like Don't get ready and don't Try to be the best version of myself. I end up feeling worse when at first i'm like, oh I'll just take a day off Like give myself grace but end up feeling worse because I could take a day off give myself grace But I can still be the best version of myself while i'm doing that And I don't know maybe brush my hair a little bit and like drink some water Do you know what I mean? Like doing the little things that um is taking care of yourself but I seriously think My advice for you would be to stay busy and maybe if you are alone for a while or someone is gone I think quarantine really taught us this is if you can stick to a routine or a schedule. Oh my gosh It is so helpful It was so hard for me to get on a little routine or schedule It still is very loose over here because I am so all over the place if you guys are into auras I'm, so purple. I'm so wow that is like a whole other podcast, but I am so all over the place and spontaneous like I could not be very regimented like if I had the like 7 a.m. 8 a.m. 9 a.m. Like planned out I go a little crazy um where was I (laughs) so yes having that schedule seriously will help a lot in routine and will just sort of like put your mind at ease at least that helps me and, like, for me right now, Max isn't here. Like I said, he'll be gone for a couple hours. Like, I'm alone with Brody, and I'm recording this podcast, and it's so much dang fun. So it's, like, filling your time with things that you love that are, like, a positive thing. Um, even if you literally write down, like I said, I'm not too good with really regimented schedules, but I'll use my day planner loosely. And if you can put in times for self-care, like, if you're like, okay – at 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. I'm watching my favorite show on Netflix and then I'm going to take like a long hot shower and do this. If you have it all planned out, you'll just feel like you are accomplishing tasks and sticking to what you wanted yourself to be doing. Did that help? (laughs) And um, I think you'll just be feeling a lot better and a lot more independent and feeling like your best self when your significant other returns home. I hope that helped. Next up is how to manage finances with a partner if they make less than you or have more debt than you. Okay, this is so interesting to me because this makes me think back to a QA and I did, I think, in September when Max and I first moved here to Pennsylvania. And I'm like, wow, all of these questions are literally about money. You guys are so nosy. No, I, I totally get it because I think... Money is such a big thing obviously in life and in your relationship and with everyone's relationship. It's different So I know why people are interested in it and how couples manage their finances together so What I think is interesting is I don't know why in my head i've always had this idea maybe because my parents were both very um Like they both contributed I would say very like evenly like it was very 50 50 So maybe since I just always saw that growing up in my head Like I was just always like oh if you Live with someone if you have a partner like it's just 50 50 like that's just how it is um And yeah, so that's kind of like the Mentality and mindset that i've had with max like with brody We just split everything because he's our son in our eyes and our dog and like rent and things like that and then other things obviously we just Pay for our own like I pay for my car He pays for his car like things like that like it just seemed very intuitive for me But actually when I talked about this and our I got this comment that made so much sense to me And they were saying that, um, I think it was maybe a wife and a husband, whatever it was that like one partner makes a lot more than the other one. And what works really well for them is sort of, I'm going to like butcher this and say it all wrong, but they sort of split things up, but based on like percentages, it sounded like. So like if you maybe made five times more than your partner, actually is that how it was then you pay five times more rent than them or sort of like they contribute what makes sense for them and you contribute what makes sense for you maybe that's like an easier way to put it um so the burden is sort of the same i could see that because if you make way more than your partner but you're splitting rent and for them that's like all their money and for you it's not that much so maybe it would make sense for you to pitch in more um so i thought that was a really interesting way that they did it um, and I never really like thought of it like that. So I think that's one way Um, I think splitting but like this question said if they make less than you have more debt than you So obviously I think what I just said would be like a really good option Because at the end of the day, I just always think like issues in relationships in my mind should sort of like work themselves out or you guys come to a sort of conclusion or Um, You can sort of like collaborate easily because at the end of the day, you love each other, right? And you want to make it work and you figure it out. So, yeah, I would say if your partner makes a lot less than you, has more debt, um, maybe work it out with them, I guess. But then it gets tricky because maybe they're like uncomfortable with you contributing more, um, I don't know. I think that's definitely like case-by-case case basis. There's probably so many ways to do it. Also, the way I think about it too, though, maybe this could help you, is like, say you partner made a lot less than you or more debt than you, like this question says, um, and you maybe are like pitching in more for rent, so maybe they can pay off that debt, something like that. Maybe they're uncomfortable with that, but you can reassure them, hey um, we love each other and I want us to be together forever. And if we're together forever, I'm sure one day this will all even out. Like if we're together for the rest of our lives, I don't think it will be that big of a deal. Cause I just think it's sort of like a give and take and you just think like, okay, if roles were reversed, like how would this person help me? I don't know. That's kind of just how I think about it. I hope that helped. I feel like I've been talking about that for a while. One last thing about friends, this says that she saw my Instagram story and I know which ones you're talking about because I was like going off. Um, and this was basically just asking about like toxic friendships, are they worth fighting for, letting go of friends? So my Instagram stories the other day that I was like going crazy about, my friend Kat, love her to bits, she's a star, started her podcast that she's been thinking about for so long. I remember you guys, wow, like so long ago, we were in Boston. Chit chatting on like a back deck and she's like so I have this idea for a show and I remember her telling me and being so passionate about it from the beginning and just to see it come to fruition and Sort of I feel like be along for the ride in the process and she would keep me updated on how everything was going and her ideas and Her list of guests and just like the branding behind it all sorts of things I was just so excited for her and so dang proud of her when she like really launched the other day and had her trailer I know she recorded her first episode with my best friend louisa. You guys know um, she went to BU, and anyway Basically, I was just going off and I was just so excited for her and supportive, and it just made me realize it just really made me think back to my conversation with Tori De Simone. Um, we might have even talked about it on my podcast episode with her, or maybe we just talked about it off the mic, but. I was, it just came up. We were saying how so often in life you have people or your friends in your life even that will be so supportive of you, especially for an idea. Well, actually back up. Sometimes they're not even supportive of you and it's like, okay, hello. Like if you were going to be one of my close friends, be freaking excited for me over here or if you have like doubts in some like constructive criticism let me know I guess but like be excited and supportive like they should be your number one cheerleaders right so Tori and I were saying that sometimes you do have friends that are supportive of an idea and then it comes to fruition and you're so excited and you're like okay where is this support that I people said that they were going to give me or whatever and she said obviously I haven't heard so much with like her building her business her spin studio and I just feel like I've had things in the past you know maybe for me it was my podcast I'm so excited this idea of my podcast people my friends are so excited for me and then it comes out and it's like radio silence and you're like wait where was that support and all the cheerleading I had back then it's like now I'm actually doing it so I just went on a randomized my stories and I was like basically FYI everyone um big PSA is that being like the biggest supporter and just being so excited for your friends goals and being excited for their successes does not downplay yours and doesn't diminish yours Like I just feel like people can get so competitive especially in the social media space and i'm like What like this is meant to be collaborative. So yeah, I was just going off about that And I just think all your friends should be should be so dang supportive. I'm thinking of some of my closest friends right now you guys I have this one group chat from college and we are just like <laughs> All so in love with each other <laughs> No, we're just like crazy supportive and it's so wild like We just are never talking bad about anyone in that group chat. And we're just like saying positive things about each other. And we always know to like go to each other in that group chat for advice. I just like the best, healthiest friendship vibes. So what I'm trying to say is if you don't, if you have like these not excited for you supportive friends um, and maybe even friendships that you feel like are toxic, I think I've realized friendships were toxic from certain patterns I started realizing over time. And like I said if you guys remember a little while back, in my experience, people don't change. Maybe they grow up, but they don't change. Maybe they go through things that help them grow up and change a little bit, but they don't really change deep down. Um, So in my experience, toxic friendships aren't really worth fighting for. And at the end of the day, you have to be your own advocate and You know have the self-worth to be like I deserve better than this and I want to surround myself With people that love me for me and are my biggest cheerleaders and supporters And gonna always be there for me all sorts of things I feel like I could just go on and on about that um, but I think sometimes it is time to let go of friends and I can think of Probably only like a number on one hand that I can count of friends that I've let go of But I know it was the right decision for me because of like Some, I can think, were just, it just wasn't good. Like, I wasn't happy when I was around them. Maybe they were really negative. Maybe they were bringing me down. Maybe they were bad, talking bad about other people. And I'm like, I don't even want to be around this. Not worth my time. See ya. You know what I mean? Anyway, enough about friends. Okay. Body image. How I'm so confident all the time oh you guys when I get this question how I'm so confident all the time I'm, like little do you know it is not all the time. Maybe it's on my social media I try to be really confident Um, I think half of it especially is maybe i'm having a day where i'm really not feeling confident But i'm taking photos or recording a podcast or filming a video Honestly, the podcast isn't too bad because I know it's just my voice and i'm like you guys can't even see me cozy in My leggings and sweatshirt and truly over here. Um but sometimes i'm really not feeling confident and In my mind, literally this sounds so dumb, but like fake it till you make it with the confidence. And seriously, it appears. For me, this works. If I am like, oh, I am not feeling it. If I get all ready and make myself take photos or whatever it is, I feel better. Or vlog or, you know, I do feel better. Um, And so if you just like look in the mirror and you're like, I look so good today. Today is my day. I think that will start to happen. You sort of like are manifesting your confidence into your day. Um, But it definitely is not all the time please, please realize that because you may be seeing, I know you're seeing everyone's highlight reels and no one is confident all the time. Everyone has their insecurities. I think just growing up, honestly, and now being almost 24, I've just realized I'd rather go through life being confident in who I am because I'm not going to be anyone else, right? I'm not going to look different tomorrow. I'm not going to lose 20 pounds tomorrow. I'm not going to, Suddenly be like Kendall Jenner. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you might as well just love the body that you're in and the personality that you have. Oh, I can think of so many times where I've like tried to be less or, you know, around certain people. Like I feel like I'm too much and now I'm like, oh, isn't it better when I can just accept me for me and maybe I have a loud mouth and maybe I'm opinionated and maybe I'm crazy outgoing, but that's okay. Like that's just me. So yeah did that help you guys? (laughs) Everything I'm like backpedaling, I'm like, wait, 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 did this, did this even help? Um, but honestly, I think I have a lot of my confidence to attribute to my parents. I think both of my parents were extremely confident growing up. Oh my God, my dad was like the most confident person I knew. He was like the picture of confidence. I think a lot of that was him being like six foot nine. So he was just always really confident in like his height and he just had this huge, tall stature and presence. And yeah, but I think, yeah, wow, I could be emotional thinking about it, but just being around someone so confident as like my biggest role model growing up taught me to be that way and love myself for all that I am and all my attributes. And then more in specific, I saw questions about food guilt, how I quit my habits of restricting. And again, this makes me really think back and be like, wow, I have come such a such a freaking far away I do not restrict in any way at all anymore and I love that for me and that's why certain diets or fads or like being vegan things like that they may work for other people and I think that's great like my twin sister Lucy is so pretty much fully vegan and that's great for her because that's what makes her feel best but just for me anything that restricted what I was eating in any way just started to make me feel weird and just really started to mess with me mentally and I would just get all freaked out about it um because it would just sort of like trigger me and bring me back to those times where I was restricting what I was eating so much so it's hard to even talk on it because I just feel so far past it and I like forget my mindset in that moment but honestly what sticks out to me and what Reminds me of that time so much, you guys. Is this sounds so weird? I know I've talked about this before. Is watching my friends around me and like how they ate and what they ate. I know that sounds so weird and maybe like unhealthy at first. Um, but keyword on like your healthy friends that have like a healthy relationship with food, you don't want to be inspired by like other people that are restricting, obviously. But I just saw how my friends would like fill up their plate with like a literally a balanced plate of food at the dining hall. And I'm like, wait, like they are happy. And healthy and normal and living their everyday life. And they can freaking eat carbs. Like, why wasn't I eating these mashed potatoes and bolognese? Because I was so scared of gaining one pound. Like, what is the big deal? And so that helped me so much, literally just being around people with healthy relationships with food. I started to be like that. What's that saying? You are the sum of like your five, the five people you spend the most time with. I just started to feel like that. I just got away from all that unhealthy relationship with food type of eating um, and being around those people because I quit rowing and that helped me a lot and I think I just mentally was so tough coming out of it knowing like I'm okay if I weigh more than this weight limit and I'm going to be okay and keep living and be a happy, normal person if I gain weight and everything's going to be okay. That's what I should be doing. Um, I'm very tall. Uh, this would be good for my overall health if I gain weight. Like just being very practical and telling myself like, yes, maybe I had, Disordered eating patterns, but like mentally I can sort of like help myself out of this and I felt like I didn't need Um, like external help if that made sense And I think food guilt I really just felt in in the lightweight rowing world because of that scale. And so getting rid of the scale helped me so much and helped me not feel that food guilt because I've always loved food growing up. And now like I've always loved food. And so once I wasn't having to step on the scale all the time and like make weight, um, it sort of like disconnected the two in my head and I didn't really feel guilty about, I mean, I'm sure it carried on for a while, but just slowly but surely it started to go away. And I think this one idea helped me so much Thinking of adding food and not subtracting if you're trying to be healthy. So, what this means is instead of being like, okay, so I wanna be healthy, right? Maybe I'm gonna subtract my mashed potatoes from my plate. No, no, no. It's like, we're not gonna subtract the mashed potatoes from the grilled chicken and veggies, instead to be healthy, I'm just going to add more broccoli. Like I always think of it that way. If I want to feel better, I just like add more carrots and add more broccoli and maybe add in a smoothie and a green juice. I just add more like fruits and veggies and whole things like that that I know that make me feel good and um, will just, yeah, give me my greens and fruits that I should be getting every day. And so having that mindset of like, what can I add to be better instead of what can I tract helped me a lot. This says how to stay motivated with at-home workouts. I think everyone can relate to you girl because we all have been getting used to at-home workouts for the past year, right? And it's definitely harder, I would say, to motivate yourself at home. I mean we all agree on this, right? To motivate yourself at home um, unless you are the type of person that really likes working out alone Maybe you've always loved at-home workouts. So this is like your jam But I think for me and for a lot of people other people in a class really motivate them And maybe it's an instructor that really motivates you So I think if you can take classes maybe that are led by an instructor that really helps Especially if it's like live so you have to do it at a certain time and you're like signing up for this class It's basically like going to it in person. So that can help But I think for me the motivation always has to come from within like it's gonna I'm gonna have it and it's gonna come from within me or no one else is really gonna bring it out of me Like I don't care what instructor what class you send me up for I will dog it like I have to be in it for myself and so What helps me this might sound really like deep But I just always think about maybe like friends and family that this maybe sounds like backwards and weird but I think about like people in my life that Would love to be able to do this workout and maybe can't for whatever reason maybe they're injured in this moment Maybe they have like back pain. They this wouldn't allow them to do this um Whatever it may be I think about literally think about all the people in the world that would love to be able to do This workout that you are about to do and can't and they would kill to be able to do this workout and you just get do it because you're you and you are privileged in having your health to be able to participate in this sort of movement and when you reframe it in your mind that way i get to do this like i get to put my body through this workout self-care loving myself movement i'm going to feel so dang good after i get to do it i don't have to no one's making me but i get to Um, that helps me a lot. Honestly too, I think when I look back at a time when I tore my ACL and I was going through my surgery, my recovery for so long and I literally would have killed to be in my normal shape to be able to take on this workout, that helps me so much because I just think back to how far i've come how hard i've worked to be able to move my body in a like 99 normal way Again, literally the only thing I can't really do is like sit on my heels. My knee just doesn't bend that much Um, but other than that i'm like totally good and completely back to normal activity So if I can bring myself back to that and like bring yourself back to the reason you first decided that you Wanted to start working out and what's important to you for me I know it's how good I feel after and just something that I can like get all my energy out honestly I have trouble like sleeping if I don't work out during the day because I just need I'm so high energy I need something to get my energy out it's more than anything it's just like a mental release I feel so like I have a clear head after it's so me time it's like you know self-care you have the endorphins after you're having like the best day after your workout so yeah I hope all those things motivated you. And it says, I was wondering if you could talk about being confident in yourself in a relationship. I've been dating my boyfriend for a long time. He treats me so well, makes me so happy, but it's something with myself that I always feel a little nervous or anxious about the what ifs, what if he breaks up with me, what if he stops loving me, especially after being together for so long. I feel like this is something you could talk about with being with Max for a while and just know how and, and just how you stay confident in yourself in your relationship. I know I have to love myself first and I feel like I'm there, but I'd like to hear just how to be more confident in my relationship. Okay, girl, I can relate to this so much. This sounds very similar to me because I think you have that first, like, going into the relationship, you're like... This is the right time. This is perfect because I'm loving myself for who I am, confident, on my own, independent. Life is great. You know, this is such a healthy relationship. We treat each other so well. We respect each other. We love each other. We make each other so happy. Um, but I do, I mean, everyone has those what ifs and those thoughts and like the anxious You know nervous like what ifs like what if we break up what if they you know lose feelings things like that And so I think sometimes they may just be like intrusive thoughts and you have to sort of have that discipline to be like Okay, i'm not letting my thoughts go there. I can think of times I lay up in bed like all night and i'm like Oh my gosh, like what if we break up? But it's like no (laughs) No girl like you know your relationship, you know, you're okay and don't let crazy thoughts Take you away from reality um, I feel like if I ever bring up anything crazy to Max, I'll be like, I had this dream that we broke up, like, what if it broke up? And he's like, okay, that's just not the situation, you know, like, we love each other, we're good, everything's good. So I think also after, like you said, being together for so long, you start to worry, but I think you just have to know deep down your relationship and be so communicative on your thoughts and feelings for one another, like, keeping the spark alive, all the little things, I just think all the little things you do for each other and the respect you have for for one another in the relationship is really what keeps it together like caring about one another so much and I totally agree with the loving myself first in the relationship I feel like I'm there I know I'm there but I think you also always have to be working on it because you can get really like complacent or maybe comfortable in a relationship and start to lose that love for yourself or lose yourself in the relationship um I've so seen heard experienced people losing themselves in the relationship I definitely did in my relationship like a long time ago my first one I felt like I lost myself in it and I was just coming out of it because I was like, okay w- Like who even am I? What do I value? What is my personality like? Like what do I stand for? I just lost myself in this relationship Giving all this love to pers- this person that like didn't really <laughs> accept it or want that and it just wasn't right. They didn't deserve all my love and so I think being more confident in your relationship, um, you just have to know deep down what you guys have and trust your relationship. But Also, I think communication is so big. Like, I have just stressed the importance of communication and being open in our relationship with Max from the very, very beginning. And I'm so happy that it's always been so like that. Even, we always push each other to, like, talk through things, even if we don't want to or either of us are frustrated in the moment. It's happened both times where he'll be like, okay, I know you're upset and you just like stormed into the bedroom, but can we just have a conversation? Like, why are you angry in this moment? And I'm like, oh, you're right. (laughs) Like, I didn't really think about it. Okay. And then you talk it out and it's better and it doesn't have to be like a big dramatic thing. So that's just kind of like how we handle fights. I'm going all over the place, but Yeah. I hope that helps and don't let the like intrusive thoughts and the what ifs stray you from what you know is true and right in front of you. Okay, this says being present instead of living in the past and let me tell you, I have come such a long way in this because like I kind of said about you guys should just go with it's literally my second episode ever if you never listened to it about body image and healing my unhealthy relationship with food because that was like a whole thing a whole chapter in my life like who hasn't dealt with something like that right but I felt because of that and this, like, idolized version of myself that was overtrained. And in my mind, oh my God, but she was so thin and lean and athletic. No, she was overtrained and miserable and had all these, like, mental issues with food and all that. But I idolized it because I would look back and be like, well, why can't I just look like that still or be like that? Not good. So, because of that, I think it really was, I know it was making me live in the past. And it literally took my best friend Louisa telling me I think I've talked about that. I know I've talked about this before this was summer going into my senior year of college which is crazy you guys because this helped me so much work on myself and love myself and like let go and move on and going into my senior year I finally was like wow I'm like loving life I love my friends I love being single I'm so confident I am so present I don't want a boyfriend I'm finally good on my own like I'm good and of course that's when I met Max. And so Louisa, wow, if we think about it, I'm giving her so much credit because she helped me so much this summer. And she sat me down one day and she was like, Gretchen, enough. You are living in the past. And I was like, what? And she's like, you're living in the past. You talk about rowing or this and that all day long. Ex-boyfriend, whatever it may be. You talk about it all day long. You were living in the past. I know you are. You're not living in the present. You're not moving on. You're like missing out what's right in front of your opportunity. Like all this because you're living in the past. And I was, I was so living it. I was so caught up in the past and like little did I know talking about it and like living in it and sort of like only focusing on that wasn't going to bring it to the present. It was just making me like sad and anxious and literally miss out on the present and the present opportunities. And I'm like, you are so right, girl. And from that moment on, I was like, okay, no more talk of this old nonsense. And it helped me move on and being the best version of myself. So I think just recognizing that that's exactly what you're doing living in the past will help you move forward. All right. Last question. We have time for you guys. I feel bad because I actually wrote down way more like advice questions and stuff that you guys had for me, Um, but I've been very chatty shocker. So this is the last question we're going to do. Has owning Brody changed your relationship with Max? How can you know if it is the right time to get a pet with someone? I think this is such a good question because obviously getting a pet together in a relationship is such a big step and also a huge responsibility. And so to answer your question, has owning Brody changed my relationship with Max? I think definitely. Honestly, in the beginning, just just felt like I mean he was an eight-week-old puppy and so it's like we had to constantly watch him all day long had to go outside like every 10 minutes and we were just so tired and drained but it was obviously so much fun like soaking up the puppy phase was amazing and it honestly was such a blessing that it was during this pandemic that we were home all the time like spending so much time at home and just it was like the perfect opportunity to you know, always be home with this puppy to train him and everything like that. So in the beginning, it was definitely an adjustment like, wow, okay, it's not just the two of us anymore. We have this little being to take care of. Maybe we had less time for, I don't know, things that just the two of us would do because um, we were with Brody. And obviously, I just feel like my lifestyle changed, but I've always said I was so ready for that. Like I wasn't gonna go out all day for the whole day, like go shopping and then see friends and then maybe I would get food and like a soccer cycle class. Like, no, like you have a dog. So it's like you sort of have to plan things out and like pick and choose. Like I can never just go have a day and disappear for like twelve hours because I have a dog. Um but I was just yeah, like I said, I was so ready for that change. And that's the only way I can really think how it changed. It was just sort of an adjustment in the beginning. But obviously insanely like way more positives than negatives there's barely any negatives maybe having less free time but honestly now like he's so chill he's calmed down so much because he's like an older puppy and i can hear him like shaking right now he's like literally sleeping on a bed oh his tails are hi buddy do you guys hear his little paws on the ground did you hear me talking about you (laughs) he's squeaking his toy Oh my! he literally is an angel like he is an angel sent from heaven itself like to me and max because he's just the best thing that happened to us so how it changed our relationship i think in like the best way is he it's something that we love so much but like equally so much and it just makes me think about how like before him like there's certain things that each of you like or interest that you have in a relationship but I think until you have like a dog or children or something like that there's not something that you both care about and love so much like your heart could ache but like sharing that experience together is so fun so it's just so fun like what we do in our free time (laughs) like our quality bonding time together is like obsessing over brody because it's just so fun like loving this little being and just being obsessed with him together like having this common interest if you will so ah, oh, he's just the best but how can you know if it's the right time to get a pet with someone Obviously just having all the conversations like we literally talked about getting a dog together for a year And we knew for the longest time that we weren't ready Like when we were long distance was not going to be the time when We were going to have a dog because we knew that we wanted to be together. We knew Especially in the beginning when you're potty training Um, obviously the dog is like adjusting to being with you and it's just a little baby and you're Teaching it everything like we wanted to be together for that um to be You know with him during his puppy phase but also knew that there was going to be like difficulties associated with it potty training all the things um oh my gosh the little like nipping and teething and biting like i almost forget about that now because it was so long ago but i'm so happy that we didn't rush into it any sooner and i wasn't just like okay we're getting one right now even though we're long distance because that would have been a lot harder and i think just having the talk like the the mature talks that you need to have like okay um, who is going to be paying for this pet? Like I was talking about earlier, you know, maybe You make way more than your partner So maybe it makes sense for you to contribute more or maybe you're like, okay We're gonna go have these, whatever it may be So it's like you have to sort of talk about all the aspects that come with having a pet if you work if you both work It's like, okay, are we gonna do daycare? Like you just have to talk about all the aspects um, maybe, like, your parenting. I feel like, obviously, dog is, like, way less than children and that, whole you know, like, there's way more associated with that. Like, your whole ideologies, am I saying that right, on parenting? I mean, with dog, you just love it and take care of it. You feed it, you cuddle it, you walk it, you're good, you know, train it. No, it's it's not that simple. I mean, obviously, there's a lot that goes into owning a pet. But, yeah, that's sort of my advice on how you can know if it's the right time to get a pet with someone. And you just have to know that your relationship is so solid and you love each other so much that you're willing to take on this extra Responsibility because you may fight over things that you haven't fought over in the past I had a friend that told me. Oh, just wait till you get a dog together If you've never fought before like now you'll fight and I feel like we never really fight over him because we Just love him so much. We never fight over who's taking care of him If anything we like are fighting like no, I want to take him out I want to take him on a walk because we're just obsessed with him and and It's like we just share that together. Yeah, I don't think we've really ever fought because of him. It's not ever like, oh my gosh, can you go take him on a walk? Like I don't want to or whatever. Like we do all the things together or like if Max takes him to daycare, I'm like, oh, dang it, I want to go. I love seeing how excited he gets. Like we're just obsessed is obviously the bottom line and why it's not something that's like difficult in our relationship. It's just something that's fun. So yeah, wow, I just talked about that for so long. Um, But I hope that was helpful. I'm realizing this podcast episode is getting so long, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in my next one. Bye.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.